Hello, and welcome to Play DNA, the podcast where we talk about games. I'm your host, Damon, and I'm here with Cassandra and Sarah. And we're going to talk about games we played sort of this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the games we played recently. Yeah. Yeah. What did did you have a lot of gaming this week, Sarah? We had a game night for Fourth of July, um, like over the week, the Fourth of July weekend, and we played some games. But some of them we've already mentioned on the podcast. But there's a couple mm-hmm. new ones. So how about you guys? Great. Yeah, we don't have too many new ones. Um, we played some of our old faves. We played like Connexi, um, which is the dexterity like letter game that we've mentioned a few times. It's funny because we we. We tend to play that game only once and with new people. It's not like a consistent one that people want to go back to. But every time we introduce a new person, they're like, this is so cool and weird. Like, they're really impressed by it because it is mm-hmm. really super interesting. Like, you're, it, it's like Jenga, but the Jenga blocks are the shape of letters. So it's very eye-catching. It's it's a fun one with new people, for sure. Um, everybody was excited about it. We also played Zendo, which I love, and uh, we've discussed before, may or may not be a game. <laughs> 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 yeah, so the, the first new one I wanted to mention was The Game, because, Sarah, you taught it to us. And The Game, I really enjoyed. I thought it was great. The Game is similar to The Mind, uh, but it actually came out three years before The Mind. And thinking about it and looking at it, I feel like The Mind didn't change enough in the game. Like, I feel like they just kind of stole it from this guy, and I'm kind of sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how the guy feels, and I don't know how popular the game was. But in the game, you are playing uh, cooperatively with everybody else, And there are four stacks of cards in front of you. Two of the stacks of cards you're trying to count up and two of them you're trying to count down. It's you you play in order so that in that way, it's unlike the mind. You you play in turn turn order. It's not real time. Yeah, it's turn based. And you put down a card that is the best you can do in any of those piles. Um, There's also somewhat open communication, unlike the mind. So you can say... I really would prefer you don't put anything in this pile. Um, and then, you know, sometimes people can do that and sometimes they can't. Uh, but I I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great filler game. What did you think, Damon? I like it a lot. I don't really think it's that. I mean, it's obviously related to the mind, but the yeah. mind is a magic trick based on, like, perceptual timing. And this has nothing to do with that. Yeah, this is I guess just the math portion. Right. Um, which doesn't really have any, like, the mind is not, fun with the math part of it that's not the fun part of the game so i think they complement each other i don't think they're competing i like the game better just because i feel like the mind is so unpredictable but this one is more predictable this is this is takes a lot longer even though it's still not a long game the mind you can kind of finish around in the mind in like 60 seconds um because you lose so easily <laughs> it just has shorter requirements but this is probably more satisfying because you're more likely to actually get a high score yeah, the game feels more like a game. The mind is sort of a game, but it's also just kind of an activity. Um, there, there aren't really enough rules in the mind for it to feel like a game. But um, it's more like a social experiment. Yeah, say. yeah, exactly. But that's the game. Highly recommend to basically anyone. It's cheap, super easy to learn, um, and very 
like beginner friendly, very mom friendly, <laughs> kid friendly. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sarah? We played a lot of games that we've already mentioned, but we went out to the cabin this weekend and I introduced Robin and Steve to No Thanks. We had talked about this on our trip and mm-hmm. they liked No Thanks so much. And then after like the fifth time, let's play again. I'm like, I'm kind of done with the game. <laughs> with, with no thanks at this point. But you guys go ahead and keep playing. They played another five games after I left the table. Holy I was like, this is cow. crazy. I don't know why they like, they just loved that game. So <laughs> again, we played uh, Dinosaur Island of Roar and Wright, which I've already mentioned before, but it was still fun. And I feel like I've played it enough now that I can actually explain the rules like rather well and people understand it. So I can. You know, it still takes about 25 minutes for a roller night to explain, but at least I can do it and people understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the the newest game that I purchased, um, I saw, I've been wanting for a while. I saw it on Amazon. It's called Rear Window. It's based off the Alfred Hitchcock movie starring Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly. But mm-hmm. in the game, it's very similar. It's described on Board Game Geek as a combination of mysterium and mastermind combined and that's exactly what it is okay so in the game there's like a leader just like you would have in mysterium and they have all these cards that have specific types of drawings on them but they're all a window and so the leader um goes through four different days on the first day he lays down clues and then the guessers who are the other people at the table must determine what he's trying to get at so like if he's saying oh this purple woman's in this room or this green person's in this room or this person is the thief or this person is the gardener you're trying to decipher between all these there's 12 different um descriptors so like one could be the thief one could be the gardener one could be the romancer Mm -hmm. you know all these things but there's 12 of them and you have to narrow it down to four and 30 percent of the time the person who is the leader or the film director in this case, they could draw a murderer, but you don't know if they have the murderer or not. So they could be working with you or against you, but you don't know. But anyway, so you're trying so to deduce. So what does is, what is their prompt look like? Their prompt is this person is in this place or like what are they trying to describe to you? You're They're trying to describe to you all four windows so you're observing these windows and so you have to say the pink lady is in this room and she is also a gardener and then okay the blue man is in this room and he's also you know a police officer if you get the first clues correct they'll they'll indicate to you just how many you have correct and then if there's only three correct then you go on to the next day they really want you to get all eight attributes correct and if you get all eight attributes correct then you win the game we did win but it took us to day four to win the game because you have to kind of <laughs> deduce which ones were correct which ones weren't correct and then you get like special abilities like if you you know that give you a little extra hints here and there it's a really fun game i would highly recommend it it just came out so it's got a horrible board game geek score as of right now like as far as like rank it's like ten thousand or something because only like <laughs> 50 or 60 people have reviewed it but it's got an 8.0 score right now on board game geek which is pretty high as far as people liking it and a lot of people I've read through the reviews and a lot of people like it. So I don't know. I just think it's clever and it's really beautiful. And I think a lot of people, if you like Mysterium or Mastermind, it is a perfect amalgamation of those two games. And I think you would enjoy it if you like either of those. So yeah. Cool. That sounds great. It's probably going to have a bit of a hard time with that theme. That's a pretty specific niche. Mm. Uh, That's true. Rear window. Yeah. A yeah, lot it was of designed by Prospero Hall, and you can get it. Um, it's manufactured by Funko Games. So 
I don't think you have to like the movie, but <laughs> additionally, the theme fits really well with the game. You know how sometimes themes are pasted on? This is not pasted on. Like, you are actually the people observing these windows just like he did in the movie, and you must observe them correctly or else you might assume someone's a murderer and they're actually not, so... I mean, yeah. even if somebody isn't familiar with the movie, they're probably familiar with just the idea that you can look into other people's windows and observe mm -hmm. them. So yeah. it should be fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Um, so the other new game we played, well, it's not even new. We played it. We've played it before, but it was years and years and years ago. Um, we played Quarriers. Quarriers is a bag building game. So it's a, a deck building game, but with dice. And it is designed by Mark Elliott and Eric Lang. I've come to realize I really don't like Eric Lang's games very much. <laughs> what I mean, else has he designed? He's so popular. Um, Rising Sun and um, Blood Rage. Don't, I, don't I haven't played those ones, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, a, he's a popular guy, but I, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of, of his games most of the time. But um, Quarriers is... Yeah, a bag building game, you're collecting dice. It kind of feels like... It kind of felt like Quacks of Quedlinburg, but there's no push your luck. So I don't know mm. how helpful that is. But you're, you're choosing dice because they'll allow you to do certain special abilities. So the, the theme is that you're fighting each other and whoever's the last one standing is the one who wins. Or, it, you know, you're trying to get to a certain number of points. And uh, so the dice have different things on them. You have some dice that are wizards and some dice that are other kinds of soldiers, some dice that are like spells, and you're collecting them and you're trying to find some kind of symbiosis between all of them so that they create this like good deck, quote unquote deck of dice. But the game is so short that you never really get to that. Like what ended up happening with our game was that when it's your chance to buy dice, uh, everybody kind of just went with the dice that they first chose and was like loyal to that one kind of dice and nobody like diversified. So everybody was just like, Damon was the wizard guy and <laughs> our the other player was the teleport guy and I was the like the defensive person. And I, I don't know, I, I was just not super charmed by it. I think there are better versions of the same thing there's so much text to read which is ridiculous considering it it's a dice game each dice comes on a card you have to read all of these cards to figure out you know which one you want your deck but then when you pull out the dice rather than it being a card and you can just read on the card what it does you have to go back to the card and reference it um, so it's like, oh, I don't remember what this does. What does this do? And there are four numbers on each side of the die. So it gets crazy. And you have to have like, we drew a little map so we could remember which number was which. Oh, gosh, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it also commits the cardinal sin, which I drives me crazy, which is the colors on the cards do not match the colors of the dice perfectly. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that drives me problem. crazy. That drives mm -hmm. me crazy. So, yeah, that uh, it was ugly also. It's just, I don't know. Is there? Did you find anything redeeming about it, Damon? I, I like the principle behind it. I think that the game has serious issues, particularly with its graphic design and also its design design. Um, 
<laughs> that's like everything in a game, isn't well, it? <laughs> no, because the game does have a lot. There's some very weird things going on in the game that are not like any other thing. It has these very complex dice, like you're collecting them as a, as a dice builder, bag mm-hmm. builder. And they do have interesting effects and they do have interesting balance between the six sides of the dice. Um, some of those sides being things that you use to purchase and some of those sides being things that you use to fight and score. But there are major issues with readability. There are major issues with the fact that the uh, necessary playmats are not included in the game and are only on the back of the rulebook. And you're supposed right. to photocopy, according to the rulebook, photocopy them. Oh my They're gosh, not even available. They're not even available online for print, which is yeah. particularly weird. Um, but this is it, there's a lot of things in the game where you look at it and you're like, that. Why didn't you just spend the extra dollar and charge five dollars more for the game? Put Give them us in. Necessary pieces, yeah, that we all need. The game only maxes out at four players. It, this isn't like a game like Welcome Two, where it has it goes up to a hundred or something, and you might need to print out a lot more than you get with the game. Um, this game only goes up to four. Is no reason not to have these things. Um, it's not like it comes in one of those little oink games boxes or anything. It's just yeah, it's there like are, a normal size There are areas box. of the games They've that are expensive, like the dice, and then there are areas of the game that are cheap, like the everything else <laughs> that isn't dice. We literally drew our playmats on pieces of paper. Like the cards that you need to reference. There's only 20 or so cards in the deck. You could just have a deck that's four times that size, charge a little more for the game, and now everybody can reference the cards for the dice that they have. Um, so it's definitely cheap in some weird ways that do make it mechanically more difficult to play. The other thing that's a problem is just that the life counter for the game only goes up so high, so it ends before the game even gets going. Yeah, it's, it's too that, short. That certainly caught, it's too short, and the beginning is too hard, and that combines to create a game that's lopsided, and its arc makes it feel kind of just wrong, just like flipped around. Um, but the actual mechanics don't exist anywhere else. You can't get this sort of like combat dice builder from any other game. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad game. I just don't think it's a good game either. <laughs> Warriors. Another weird thing about the game is that they, Thanks. the in the rule book, they try and make all these puns and jokes that all start with Q-U. So like the names of all the characters start with Q-U in the rule book. And, like, they use different words. Like, quiddity is the name of the magic for some reason. And But then they missed some things that were just so obvious. So while we were playing, it was like, why did, why did they call this a wizard? This, is, this could be a quizard. Like, what, they missed all these things that they couldn't, like, if they really wanted to fill it with this ridiculous uh, stuff, like, they should have gone all the way. Farther. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. not not one I will return to. <laughs> we played Space Invaders, the board game, which is um, mm. manufactured by Buffalo Games and designed by Kane Klinko. I think it was based off this game, an earlier game called Flip Ships. But then they repasted the theme on to... Uh, Flip Ships was just Space Invaders, but with painted ships. And now it's Space <laughs> Invaders with Space Invaders. Yeah, I, I, I like this game a lot. It's a dexterity game. All you're doing is flipping these little chips onto this board where the, the space invaders are coming down. Um, it's a very challenging game because it's hard to control the flipping. So even mm-hmm. if you've practiced a lot, you can still get these random ones that just fly off the table. And you're like, well, that's not killing any aliens. <laughs> you have to kill a lot of aliens to win the game. And I've yet to win this game, but it's still fun. And I like that there's like a little joystick flipper thing that you have in the game. And the theme is is well done. 
the only thing I don't like about the game is that it's a dexterity game and the rules are like 12, 13 pages long. And it's like, this is a dexterity game. Like, why are these rules so complex? And they need to be. But also, I mean, it's not as hard once you play it as when you read it. It's like, there's so much that going on there. But yeah. Is I this actually the, really like the game. Is this the, the game that we played, Damon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we played it well, maybe like a year or two ago. Uh, I was way more excited about it before we played it. <laughs> it's so hard, like ridiculously hard. You look it's at it so and you're hard. like, oh yeah, I could flip that to hit that ship. And it's like, no, you you just can't. It's it's almost <laughs> impossible. You're going to lose so fast. I feel like we lost after like, I don't know, like it's very, so easy very quick. Yeah. I wish I... I wish it was as fun as it seems like in my head. <laughs> it looks more Every fun. time I'm like, we're going to get this guy. We're going to get it this time. And then we do. And we're like so far away from winning. It's like, maybe, maybe this is just impossible. And we're like doing like the easiest mode possible. It's like, I can't imagine doing anything harder than the easy mode if we haven't even beat that yet. So flipping isn't easy. Like flipping with your thumb is just a weird movement that like. I, I'm sure you can Did get you flip good with at your it, thumb? But... The new one has like a little like mechanism. You stick the the mechanism in there. didn't make any sense, and it, the flipping of the thumb was easier. Mm. Well, we use the mechanism, but anyway, it it's very it's it just goes everywhere. It's not like consistent, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I still like the game. I think we can beat it one day. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever gonna play another flipping game. I think I've played enough I flipping games. I, I remember my grandma games. talking about Tiddlywinks like it was the greatest thing, <laughs> and it was like. Yeah, but you liked like the cat and mouth game where you flip that little flipping, cat. It's a flicking game, not a flipping game. Right? I, I I feel the same about flicking and flipping personally. But I wasn't but... flicking with my fingers. I was flicking with a, a fake cat hand. Yeah, that, somebody that else's came hand. With like a, yeah, sure. Yeah. If, if every game like, comes with a separate great. hand, it comes with a yeah, it comes with a catapult. Yeah, I'm not against I'm not against catapult games. In fact, I was designing a catapult game for a while. <laughs> I'm against. Games that require you to use your little thumb and finger to flip things that are tiny in paper or uh-huh. made of cardboard or something, like catapults that shoot little rubber balls or something. That's cool. That's great. I like that. But these flicking, flipping games are not. They're tough. They're not controllable enough. They're not restrainable enough. They need way more restraint. <laughs> like they they seem way more fun before you open the box. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it though, Sarah. Oh, I so I play it until I won. Basically, I still haven't won yet, so it's pissing me off that the aliens keep winning. But you have have you won? Uh, the captain is dead. We won. The captain is dead. Oh. one time I think. One time. Okay, but you have you have won that one. What else did you guys play? Or is that it? We played chess. Yeah, those are the only <laughs> those are the only new games we played. But we did start. Um, we started playing chess. I don't know what what style of play this is called, but the thing that you always see in movies where like one person moves and then go about their day and then at some point in the middle of the day, the other person moves. Like we started a, a chess game like that. We got through a good half of it and then some of our foster kittens destroyed the game. So oh, we had to- no. I know. So we had to restart. And um, so now we're back at the beginning of a game. Who's winning? <laughs> oh, it's too early to tell. I it's enjoyable. I like it. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, additionally, I purchased the expansion to Canvas because I already own Canvas. Oh, and good. This expansion is called Canvas Reflections, and I mean, it's not adding much, honestly. I spent twenty dollars, and it, there could be more in there. In my opinion. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but the the thing they did with the new Canvas cards is 
we've talked about this before. Canvas has these plas- clear plastic cards and they have images on them. So when you stack them together, you can create this beautiful painting. Mm-hmm. So in the new expansion, the cards are double-sided. So it's clever the way they did it. So the graphic design on the front could be like spring and like the, the leaves are falling down for spring and then you turn it over and it's fall and there's like fall leaves falling on it. And like oh, that's there's cool. a reverse side of each one. And so each, each reverse got... Uh, card can score different points this doesn't sound like a lot but they also added these two ribbons that I really like <laughs> the first <laughs> ribbon is like the best in show ribbon so if you like if if you're you've made the most beautiful paintings you get the ribbon but uh-huh the problem I had with the first version of the game is a, it's like a dumb problem it's like the the only um way people look at your picture really for any points is if it's a tiebreaker so if like you're if you score the same amount of points as someone you like show it to the table in the first game and whoever has the prettiest picture people vote on it and they win the game if if you were tied right this breaks that rule entirely like they give you a ribbon and you get to pick your best in show piece the one you think is the prettiest and then you show it to the whole table and then the whole table decides which picture is the prettiest and they get an additional like eight points towards their end end wow yeah that's great yeah, because in in the original game, you're you're creating paintings by layering transparent cards over each other, but it it never actually mattered what the painting looked like. You're just trying to you're trying to like get the right optimize. number of yeah, you're trying to optimize. You're trying to get the right number of colors and the right number of shapes and and I remember my painting was really bad. It was like awful. But well, it was like, hideous, yeah, but, but they're points. The most points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goodness. So it's nice when you like when you actually are competing with someone else to get a beautiful painting. Because there yeah, are some pre- pretty beautiful ones. Like there was one with a kitty <laughs> and like these butterflies are around the kitty and he was scratching the tree. And I was like, wow, that is like a aesthetically pleasing picture. <laughs> like, good for you. And I think that one won um, at the end. But yeah, I think it's fun. It's I don't know if it's worth $20, but <laughs> I did enjoy it. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I played again, but I also was just really like Canvas. So yeah, yeah. and those are the, the new ones I've played. Cool. Yeah, those sound great. I I would definitely play Canvas again, and it sounds fun to have double sided, double sided cards. Yeah. Additionally, I um I purchased Sobek, two player, and I've been really wanting to play it. Bo keeps saying he's too busy. It makes oh. me sad. How long could it possibly be? I don't know. It's designed by Bruno Cathala, and he's... I don't know what else he's designed, but I've heard of him before, and I just really want to play it. His teams aren't particularly long. No, it's a short game, but um, it's a, it's a um, Pandasaurus game, so I'm looking forward to that. Your, husband, still, doesn't have tw- your husband doesn't have 20 minutes? He's a busy he's, man. He's, he's he a very tw- busy man. It makes me sad, but in the game, which I'm really excited about, in um, can- uh, Sobek 2-player, they have this little onky move around the board, and it's got a mechanism based on the rules I've read that I've never seen before. Where like the the Ankh statue will move and it has arrows on it, so on the board it tells you which tiles you can take based on which which direction the Ankh is facing, which oh. I think is really cool. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And additionally, I got Meadow for my birthday, the game Meadow <gasps> oh, for my birthday. Oh, nice! Like yeah, six I months still, ago, I still, I still need it. <laughs> I still need to play that. It looks it looks fun. Yeah, I, I like really I like the art in it. Did we play? I don't think we played Sobek, right? I don't remember playing Sobek. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't play. And additionally, I got this one from the Gaming Goat. Not the Gaming Goat. It's now called Night Owl Games because all that controversy going on. But it's called <laughs> Next all Station. All that controversy. Next Station London. And I really want to play that one too. So I'm looking forward to that. Ah, you're week. big on trains. I don't know if it's going to be completely different than the other train game I own. <laughs> 
<laughs> Metro X is the one I already own, and that's mm. that's a game right game. And this one is produced by Orange Blue Games, and the rules were really complex. And so I was like, I'm not gonna read these today. Maybe I'll read them. <laughs> but yeah, so no. looking forward to those. And I still want to play that game you learned. What is it like? A rolling game with dice? Oh, long shot. Long shot. Yeah. So we long shot. Too. Yeah, we'll we'll play long shot sometime soon. Long yeah. shot. Cool. All right. Well, uh, if you want to look at a list of the games that we just talked about, you'll find them in the podcast notes below, or you can find them on our website, which is playdnapodcast.com. Um, as usual, send us send us any games that you recommend that we think you think we would enjoy. <laughs> and as always, play safe, play often, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>